Welcome to Reuse on Replay with the Reusable Packaging Association. I'm Tim Debus with RPA. Our podcast features experts and thought leaders from around the reusable transport packaging industry in a conversation about reuse systems for the distribution of goods in the supply chain. Today we are joined by Milu Kluster and Yves Dubois from the company RTI Blockchain, headquartered in the Netherlands. RTI Blockchain markets the RTI Dashboard, which is a digital platform providing real-time information on the possession and movement of reusable packaging products. The dashboard is used today around the world to connect trading partners in the management of reusable asset inventories and transactions. It offers a great example of how new technology is enabling reusable packaging systems and creating efficiencies in the marketplace. Thanks for listening. Well, I'd like to thank Milou Kluster and Yves Dubois from RTA Blockchain uh, for joining us on our podcast today. Really looking forward to having a discussion and another example of how technology is improving the way reusable transport packaging works uh, within the supply chains. Uh, first, I wanted to ask you, Eve, uh, maybe explain about RTI uh, blockchain and the, the company name coming from RTI. What, what does RTI mean and, and how does that apply to the, the business segment uh, that you're, you're involved in? Well, thank you, Timiel. Yes, indeed. The RTI stands for Returnable Transport Item. And once we started, we were a bit puzzling with how to name the company. So, but RTI stands for Returnable Transport Item. It's also known as RPC or uh, uh, or Packaging Container or KLTs, as they're named for German boxes and stuff like that. But it covers basically any kind of crate, pallet, trolley, roll container. So any type of load carrier which is being shipped from A to B and the other way around. So you ship it out, you want to see the return, and therefore it stands for the reusable transport item and it covers all kinds of products being shipped forward and backwards of course and that's uh well it's challenging since rti rpc uh, uh, and other kind of definitions you see it along and used all through each other so that's uh that's actually where the name stands for and this is also where milu kicks in since milu was uh, having this issue in a former life with these rtis right milu yes that's right um, I was working as a fifth generation in our family-owned business before we started RTI Blockchain. And that family-owned business sells smoked fish to retail and food service companies. And these companies decide in which packaging material you have to deliver your goods on. So if you deliver to one supermarket, they could decide that you have to deliver in a black crate. Uh, but another supermarket can decide that you have to deliver in a blue crate. And you have also different pallets underneath it. And um, once you're going to deliver to that supermarket, you need to have um, a contract with the rental company, with the poolers, to uh, have them at your location, at your production store, and to fill them with your products. So you also need to register those items when they are moving out of your production site. So the pooler needs to know where they can collect these items again. So you have a lot of different names, a lot of different types of RTIs, and a lot of different registrations to do around these items. Well, when you look at the products that RTI involves, pallets, bulk bins, containers, trays, basically moving the world's cargo. Uh, and in fact, just in fruits and vegetables alone, there are billions of moves uh, around the world of 
of RPCs, reusable plastic containers or totes that are actually rented or pooled in a sense. So they necessarily belong to a, a third party or another entity that seeks to manage uh, the transactions of these containers as they move products from one point uh, to another. And Mylou, in your business, you saw this uh, very much front and center that the, the tracking and management of these containers uh, in your business can be very cumbersome. Uh, you have the re receiving of maybe thousands within a singular truckload, let's say, uh, and they're your responsibility as the receiver. You may not own the containers, but they're resp you're responsible for them as far as having possession and moving into the marketplace and then ultimately having the marketplace return them for reuse, hence the, the reuse uh, cycle. Uh, as you were involved in that business and you saw you know, the paperwork and, and all of the details that needed to be addressed in order to effectively manage, uh, how frustrating was that to, for you as a business? Uh, it was, was it done by hand? Was it done with uh, just you know, record keeping that would be uh, emailed or you know, even faxed <laughs> back in the day as far as uh, transmitting what has been received and what has been uh, shipped out? Yeah, it was very frustrating and it was a mix of everything. So the registration is done mainly by hand. In the beginning uh, at our family business, we didn't have any ERP or warehouse management system. So I did everything by hand and on Excel. Uh, later on, uh, we bought and implemented an ERP system, but still then, and it sounds so easy, but it isn't, I had to go back to Excel to register everything what was coming in from each supplier per each type of item and what was going out to each customer. And it is frustrating because you think, okay, I'm sending 1,000 crates to, uh, to my customer and he will receive 1,000 crates. But we are on the administration and we don't see what is in the truck. We only get this piece of paper, this packing slip, and it's written on it, thousand crates and the customer might read it as seven thousand crates because the one looks like a seven and that's already the first mistake so i have my excel i registered the thousand and it's my truth and that's also in my system but the supply chain party has registered seven thousand and that's his truth and uh, that's also in his system so there we have a difference and once in a year or uh, once in three months, every quarter, you do this balance reconciliation to see, okay, how much have I shipped to you and how much did you ship to me? So what's the balance that is left at your place? Because it 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 is never the same and we always lose time and money on it, both parties. There are, there are only losers in this chain. So I was thinking that um, uh, we must be able to make this easier for everyone in the supply chain once we communicate together in the same system so we always look at the same da data and we work in the same data. So if you change it to 7,000, I can see it and I can see where a mistake has been made and then we can correct it together. But another uh, frustrating thing is that you uh, need to have these empty items back as soon as possible to reuse them again. Um, but you need to share the data also with the pooler. So you need to log in in all these different platforms of the poolers to say again, okay, I have shipped these thousands to this supermarket and I have shipped thousands to the other supermarket. So you have a lot of administrations to fill in by hand. And um, with our platform, it's an independent platform, we can make this um, 
uh, these APIs so we can directly inform the right supply chain parties when needs uh, when that's need to be done. The idea, of course, is using reusable packaging. It's supposed to make the operation easier, <laughs> durable, stable, ergonomic products, and you receive them and they pack well, they protect the product. And of course, the focus of the business is to ship what's inside and make sure what's inside to uh, the customer. So when you start layering on all the administrative uh, time and and potential errors associated with tracking these valued assets, uh, that's where it becomes uh, very problematic, I think, for companies. And in some ways, uh, serves as a barrier for a lot of adoption and growth of reusable packaging when uh, there isn't a simple way to manage uh, their flow and use uh, in the marketplace. So this this led to this idea of, gosh, we, we've got to find a way to either automate or simplify and, and really make it a robust system that uh, is accurate and, and foolproof in the way that reusable packaging materials are moved and recorded and used uh, through uh, the supply chain. And that that formed what is, in effect, the product is a dashboard. Uh, perhaps, uh, Eve, could you explain about the, the, the dashboard product as a result of taking those pain points in administration uh, with reusable containers and ultimately forming an interface uh, for the, the transactions and management of these assets? What Tell me about the RTI uh, uh, dashboard. Yes, of course, Tim. Well, first, one step back, since if you look around you, basically anything you see around you has been shipped one time on a load carrier. It's either a pellet or a box or whatever. It, it hasn't been shipped in a truck solely itself normally. So either you look in automotive, you look in leisure, fruits and vegetables, meat industry, basically any industry has to deal with the RTPs. But also, every one of us has to do with internet banking, right? Since you transfer money to, from one to another, from grandfathers to their grandchildren and the other way around. So we're pretty used to use the mobile banking app on, on our cell phone, right? So we were thinking, okay, if we need to create a platform which should be adopted by supply chain users, it should be as simple as internet banking. Since then we're familiar with the usage, there is no actual time and explanation or or uh, an implementation a project is going on. You just download the app, you do the registration, you're in business. So that, that was the main goal for us to do so. And of course, if you run the web application, you have a bit more configuration possibilities, but it's straightforward. You activate or you deactivate the setting and you're up and, and running. And, and that was one of the goals, right? It was to have yeah, uh, yeah. an interface that was intuitive uh, to the it, it use was. environment. But easy to use and understand. Uh, what, what what type of information, let's say, in this dashboard would parties involved in a transaction have access to? What what are they looking at? Is it volume? Is it, uh, say, lot numbers? Uh, give me a sense as to what this dashboard contains in terms yeah, this, of data components. Yeah, this is already where we can make something simple uh, quite quickly complex. Since if we make it really simple, for registration of a shipment, we basically only need the shipper, the receiver, a date, uh, an item type, and a quantity, right? So all kinds of like lot numbers, like uh, BOL information, like transporting agencies, uh, references, and stuff like that. It's just uh, it, it's just raised by the supply chain to have systems communicate to each other, right? It's a reference of the purchasing company towards the selling company and the other way around. Uh, Having said that, we, of course, provide fields within a shipment line with all these kinds of references. But then again, we also publish a default list of load carriers 
RPCs, uh, RTIs, which can be selected in a shipment. And of course, can be selected via the API interface. Therefore, we talk about the same physical product. Yet, the sender and the receiver can give it its own terminology by its own name or number, like they're used to work with. But it's the same physical pallet or bin or drum or tote. Uh, so we, we, we try to manage and, and make an, um, a generic platform, yet having some possibilities to customize it to your needs and wishes. So yeah, the, these, I'm sorry, go ahead, Bailu. Oh, yeah, now I think the most important screen is the screen you see once you log in and you go to all these shipments, and then you see the, the basics. So you see the sender, you see the receiver, you see the shipment date, the type of item, and the amount. And once you open a transaction, there you can see all the additional stuff in it. So the, the supplier of the RTI, the receiver, and anyone in between, the load carrier, the transportation company, and perhaps even the next step up as far as a, a end user or a receiver of the pack product, they all have access to this particular part of that distribution or the uh, the movement of the reusable containers through the, the process of start to, to finish. Uh, and that's a transparency that I think is highly desired in the market, especially when given the transaction between two or more parties. Uh, what, what is the view in terms of who can see the information uh, and what access do they have to it as part of this dashboard? So the sender can decide with who they want to share the data with. It's always with the receiver, of course. So the receiver can see everything. If you include a transporter, a carrier, he is also able to see everything because he needs to ship the whole load to the uh, receiver. But you can also include third parties like the pooler who can only um, see only one item, for example, while the whole shipment includes five different types of items. So you can decide with who you want to share the data with on item level. And you can include parties, you can include attachments, and everyone can have access to these attachments real time. So you can always follow where the shipment is on that moment and who changed what. This is also done pretty intuitive, right? Since if you want to inform someone uh, about something going on via email, you can place someone in carbon copy, right? In CC. We have the same kind of option. You can place someone in carbon copy for this extra shipment, and that can be done on shipment level, but it can also be done on item level. So just for a specific pellet type, for instance, or for any item within the shipment. So the transparency is there uh, as far as you can uh, customize who can see what in terms of the shipper, say the owner of those reusable containers. And you can have that network, uh, have that visibility into the record keeping of those units. Uh, mm -hmm. And then that leads of course with security. And that is the function of the blockchain, uh, using the blockchain network in order to uh, have secure data entry uh, and, and proof of ownership uh, or proof of transaction through the supply chain. Give me a sense of uh, the secure components associated with the, the dashboard as a result of leveraging blockchain technology. How does blockchain come into play as part of the dashboard system? Yeah, that's the interesting part, right? 
Um, well, if you look at the supply chain, that's also the reason why we started out with blockchain technology. It's it's a lack of trust in a way, you know, sharing information towards each other. And uh, the only technique we could find out to cover with that lack of trust was actually blockchain technology. So per shipment line, the parties which are part of that shipment are in this shipment uh, related in this. They only have access to that part of the shipment line. Every next shipment line could contain other entities. And it's of course, it's linked via hashes to the previous line within the blockchain, but you cannot see or access that information line. So it's totally secure for the full supply chain. Um, uh, just like it, you cannot see any other shipments within the cryptos being shared over the over network. It's also covered. Yeah, I think an important in, uh, addition is that we don't see the data as well. So it's only between you and your supply chain parties you want to share the data with. It's not visible for us either. That's an important point. Uh, you're basically using the, the blockchain as a digital ledger for transactions. And we know the how secure those are in terms of having the validation behind the, the data points uh, that, that's being conducted even by third third parties outside of your particular product. And so uh, it really becomes a very powerful tool to have that trust. As you noted earlier, when you've got uh, uh, basically different balances, a supplier says you have X on the books and you say, no, I have Y, uh, having that type of, uh, of, of secure and, and transparent information uh, that uh, provides the trust between two parties, it's easy to reconcile where those products are. And then ultimately, you know, make sure that everybody's partnering uh, together uh, to make sure that the products are flowing and they're being used uh, as, as designed. And ultimately that allows the reusable system to flourish when you have that type of uh, inventory management capabilities. Yeah, I fully agree. And then also the next interesting thing pops up and that's deposit fees, right? Since if you ship your containers and they're being charged and invoiced, you have also this financial consequence uh, situation, which is being covered by financial administration. They created the invoice and, uh, and, uh, and, and uh, of course, the uh, on the other part, the payment of the invoice and the other way around. But if you can trust each other based on the information within the RTR blockchain, so you see the both see the same balance situation, you might even think of letting the invoice for deposit fees go and just settle the balance month once a quarter or a year. And that and has it, enormous effect on the on the cash flow, of course. Yeah, and it's free to be on the, the platform, right? Uh, the actual yeah. payment is done by the supplier on a very, 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 I saw a lot of decimals, a very small percentage uh, on a unit uh, basis. Uh, yeah, but is. everything else is in terms of being access and being invited to have access to the data. Um, it's you just join the, the the dashboard, and that can be done off your computer and even a mobile app. Is that correct? Uh, off of a, a cell phone, you can you know pull up and and manage your account from there as well. Yes, that's correct. So everything on iOS and Android, you can download our app. So it could also be downloaded on handhelds, which are already used in a production or retail store, for example, tablets. Uh, it's exciting. It really goes back to being a very user-friendly uh, way to uh, manage inventories when you've got that type of capabilities, even at the handheld level of managing uh, your uh, returnable uh, transit items uh, for your business. Uh, and of course, when you can do it uh, very transparently with your trading partners, securely uh, through the blockchain uh, network, uh, it's a pretty powerful product uh, that you have there with the dashboard. And it's growing rapidly. 
That that's fantastic. Well, as far as uh, you know, I've seen some things and and the potential capabilities. I don't want to get too far in the future because this is breaking technology, a breakthrough uh, innovation that that you're bringing to the reusable packaging industry. But as you mentioned, growing it, you, there's other functions that could be added down the line. Uh, and so this is really a, a platform uh, that is an enabler uh, to do so many things in managing reusable assets and the transactions between two parties. Is that is that how you see it in terms of uh, just growing different components, much like you could, as you mentioned, with a mobile banking app uh, in which there's more and more things it seems that you can do uh, through that app? Yeah, sure we do. And we listen very good to the feedback of our customers in different sectors um, uh, so we are also in different projects, uh, for example, in the construction industry. So um, we are trying very good to listen to their needs um, uh, for, yeah, how do I say that? For, waste management. Yeah, for extra functionalities, not only on the packaging, but also on the plastics that include these shipments. And. And they, they need to ensure that their uh, production site is also carbon negative, or they can show that the, the, the amount of plastics and, car and, and, and boxes they got, and the inbound, but also the outbound, to ensure that it's all probably nature friendly. Uh, yeah, and I think get... all, also in this industry, but in every other industry, the data is always known by the sender because you always know what you ship out. You always know which packaging material is, is going towards your customer. And once you share the data with your customer beforehand and within your chain, we can do many great things together. We, we've talked a lot over the last uh, couple of years, especially as a result to the COVID-19 pandemic, what we're seeing today in terms of global supply chain disruptions, problems with material sourcing. Now, you're bringing a platform to the market that provides visibility that provides real-time access to information about where and how many of our products have moved and where they're located. Uh, and it just seems like a, a terrific uh, tool, if not a management system for uh, reusable packaging, not just from a, a owner uh, or a user, but the, that whole uh, business uh, uh, cycle, the parties involved within a particular set of transactions to have uh, that visibility into the whereabouts of these containers is uh, starting to uh, overcome a lot of uh, you know problems that are in the marketplace in terms of inventory management, having giving yourself predictive analyses as to when those crates are going to come back for reuse. That offers a lot in terms of the business modeling uh, you know components uh, for a an operator of reusable packaging products. Uh, there's a lot of uh, tools and data components that could help drive and bring efficiencies to a business model, for example. It for sure does. It helps out the people who need to ensure that there is enough packaging, yet it's also not too much packaging. That's the other way around, of course. Right. Uh, we, we see that happen as well, when, especially when there's talks of shortages. People yeah. hang on to the products just a little bit longer. So being able to say, hey, you've had these since uh, this date, uh, and you can prove it because it's in the dashboard, yep. That, that goes a long way, I think, in terms of managing uh, assets and the utility of them uh, for their intended use. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and of course, you also need to keep in mind that it's a physical product, which is still needed to ship your product, right? So if you charge it, you have your money maybe for the deposit fees being uh, on your bank account. But on the, on the money, you cannot ship your products. You need the containers back in return or the bins. 
otherwise you're not able to ship. Right. But the, so the positioning is really interesting. Well, the, the Hyperledger Foundation wrote a really nice case study uh, about uh, RTI blockchain and the development of the dashboard. And I appreciate the, you know having that uh, available for interested parties to, to check out and, and to learn more uh, about uh, the company and the, the products and, and how it's allowing for greater performance uh, with reusable packaging systems or with RTI uh, management. Uh, how else could... Uh, People come to find out more about RTI blockchain in the dashboard. Uh, uh, what what places can they go to to see more information? Of course, they can go to our website www.rti-dashboard.au, and uh, you can register, and then you get uh, a free entry for thirty days uh, in our uh, live environment. So you can already start playing around. You can go through. Uh, through a wizard so you know exactly what to do. Of course, you can also send us an email and ask for a free demo so um, uh, we can listen to your story and we can give some consultants about your business, our experience, and lead you through the dashboard uh, by ourselves or by our team, of course. Uh, But you can also register yourself and play around and see uh, if you can find your supply chain parties to work with or you can send them an invite to work um, in our platform together. And you can start by testing it together. You can start directly uh, by live registration. Uh, there are different ways to, to start out. Terrific. And please, don't, and please don't hesitate, since you're not bound to anything, it's a 100% pre per use model. So even after the 30 days, or within the 30 days, or after 35 days, you can quit whenever you're uh, done with it. But most likely, we see that people and companies will just go on. Well, terrific. RTI Blockchain is also featured in the Reusables Marketplace on the RPA website at reusables.org, where you can find a copy of that uh, case study and contact information for Milou and and Eve, and uh, certainly more information about the the company and the dashboard. Uh, Thank you for for being uh, with us uh, today on the the Reuse on Replay uh, podcast. Uh, really, we use this as a forum to learn more about exciting developments and breakthrough technologies in the marketplace that is allowing reusable packaging to uh, excel uh, in terms of its intended use of transporting uh, products, but doing it in a way that's uh, creating value in the market and driving efficiencies within business operations. And I think as uh, discussed today, uh, the, the promise uh, and the opportunity to have this type of transparency and record keeping and administration of reusable assets uh, through the entire supply chain is an exciting uh, development uh, for the industry, one that is poised uh, to grow uh, and be continue to innovate uh, to support uh, the advancement of reusable packaging systems. Uh, so thank you very much for being a part of this and I definitely look forward to, to learning more about the developments with the RTI dashboard. Yeah, thank you for having us. Happy to keep you informed and thank you for having us. Terrific. Uh, Thank you so much.